Good afternoon. It's June 22nd, 2019, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Squabbler podcast. I'm your host, Ben Karen, coming to you from Goodyear, Arizona. I'm here today to discuss free agents. This might be the most fun I have all summer. I've really been looking forward to getting into this today. Obviously, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, the free agency pool is very deep this year. For that reason, we're not going to be able to cover every free agent in the podcast today. But I've broken down the free agency into kind of the top two tiers. I have four players in the very top tier and another four players in kind of a secondary tier. And I want to discuss where I think each one of these players is going to sign for next year, as well as why I think they're going to sign at the destination that I've discussed. So to start us off in the top tier, I have Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. I think out of these four free agents, Clay Thompson is probably going to be the most predictable this coming offseason. I think there's a 90% chance that Clay is going to re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. Now, he's coming off of an ACL injury that happened to him during the NBA Finals, and he's not expected to play for a good part of the upcoming NBA season. Reports generally indicate that the earliest he could be back would potentially be around the All-Star break, with other reports saying, well, he might not play at all next season. Either way, I don't think this is overly problematic for Thompson or the Warriors. Clay Thompson is 29 years old. Even if he comes back at age 30 for next year, he still has three to four years in the prime of his career. He's a premier shooter in the league, and I think his game is actually going to age really well. One half of the Splash Brothers duo, and he's been an integral part of the Golden State Warriors winning three championships in the last five years. Clay's father has even been on record for saying that there's quote-unquote no question when asked if Clay wants to re-sign with Golden State this offseason. I think Golden State is going to get the deal done with Clay Thompson, but I do have to caution them. I think that in order to get the deal done, they have to show him the maximum amount of respect. So as soon as free agency starts, I think they have to show up and they have to go all in and let him know he's the top priority. Get him signed to that max contract. I think it's going to work out that way, and I think Clay Thompson is going to be with the Golden State Warriors, not just for next season, but into the foreseeable future. To a much less certain second free agent on the list, Kyrie Irving. The only certainty with Kyrie at this point is that he wants out of Boston. I know teammates such as Terry Rozier have come out in the media, spoken out against Kyrie. At times, Kyrie's leadership was questioned all year long, and he just seemed to be kind of a cancer in their locker room. Kyrie needs a fresh start, and I don't think the Celtics are going to be sad to see him go. Even reports from as late as yesterday indicate more negativity regarding Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. Jackie McMullen, who's a very renowned reporter, was talking the other day in the media in an article about how Kyrie doesn't even like living in the city of Boston. CBS Sports also mentioned Kyrie and quote-unquote said he ghosted the Celtics. It's clear Kyrie doesn't get along with his teammates. 
Kyrie's not making his teammates better. He's not interested in staying with the Celtics long-term, and he doesn't even like living in the city of Boston. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyrie Irving has plenty of opportunities. When you have as much talent as he has, you can definitely live in a place that you're going to enjoy. And I think that is exactly the plan for him. Spent a lot of time in the New York City, New Jersey area growing up, and there have been a lot of rumors this offseason that he might be teaming up with Kevin Durant on teams such as the New York Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets. At the current time, most of the media rumblings are indicating that he's more likely to go to the Brooklyn Nets, and I am in agreement with the media at this point in time. I think there's a 70% chance that Kyrie Irving is headed to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, his partner in crime, Kevin Durant, is a little bit harder to predict. I think it was a sure thing that he was either heading to the Knicks or the Nets to play with Kyrie prior to the Achilles injury happening to him in the NBA Finals. For a little while, it seemed like those talks died down, but they haven't gone away. The flame in some ways has almost seemed to be rekindled, and it seems like it's stronger than ever. I know I said on a couple of podcasts back that I thought the Kevin Durant was more likely than ever to stay in Golden State. The newest information out there was suggested I'm wrong about that. At this point, it's very clear to me that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are pals. It's very clear to me they want to play together. And also, interestingly, after Durant got hurt, he immediately flew to New York, and he's been recovering in New York ever since the injury. He had his surgery conducted by Dr. Martin O'Malley, who happens to be the Brooklyn Nets team doctor. And he also had a foot surgery early in his career uh, conducted by Dr. O'Malley as well. Kevin Durant could be 31 or 32 years old before we see him play again. He's at the point in his career where he needs a training staff that he can trust. I don't know what was said to him by the doctors and the training staff at Golden State after his initial injury. We may never know. One thing is very clear. He seems to trust Dr. Martin O'Malley with his career. He also seems to be getting some pressure from Kyrie Irving to play on the Nets. Right now, I'm predicting Kevin Durant to the Nets, 65% confident. So the last of the uh, Tier 1 free agents is Kawhi Leonard, and obviously he just came off a tremendous performance. At the beginning of the season, he got traded to the Toronto Raptors, and things worked out really well for him. He had a lot of talent around him, and he was able to help the Raptors capture their first NBA championship. Initially, there were all kinds of talk about how Kawhi was going to head back to Southern California. He's going to play on the Clippers. He's going to play on the Lakers. Some of that talk has died down some, though. And I think that Kawhi Leonard winning a championship with the Toronto Raptors changed everything for him. He seems to even be a lot more sociable in the media, and he seems to be making friends with some of his teammates in Toronto. It was reported that after winning the championship, he's still hanging around in Toronto, seems to be uh, making good friendships with Pascal Siakam and Serge Ibaka. I know he's even on Serge Ibaka's cooking show, so he's definitely having some fun off the court with some of these guys. Also been some reports, somebody in Toronto was willing to offer him a free penthouse, and there's the Kawine and Dine around the city of Toronto where he can eat at a number of places for free. These people in Canada, they love Kawhi. Kawhi has an entire country behind him. And he, more importantly, he's also got a great opportunity, I think, to continue winning more championships. 
if he stays in Toronto. Pascal Siakam is a very talented player. You also have Fred Van Fleet, who's coming up the ranks. Looks good. Serge Ibaka has some more good years left. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, I likely ignore what Uncle Dennis tells me about where to play, and I stay with the Toronto Raptors. I give Kawhi a 50% chance of staying. So now that takes us to some of our Tier 2 free agents who maybe aren't quite as talented as Tier 1, but they're still going to have a very solid impact on the teams that they select to play for. And in this category, I have Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins, Chris Middleton, and Kemba Walker. So I'm going to start this conversation of Tier 2 free agents by discussing Jimmy Butler, who I think is arguably the most talented, yet one of the most unfortunate of all the Tier 2 free agents that we're going to discuss. Jimmy Butler is age 29. He's had opportunities to play on some pretty good teams in his first few years in the NBA, but he's never managed to compete for a championship. He had a chance to play with Chicago when they had Derrick Rose. Then he had an opportunity to play in Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. That didn't work, so they sent him to Philadelphia this past season. And he arguably did pretty well in Philadelphia. He played a really key role for them as a closer. And the Philadelphia 76ers were within a couple baskets of making the Eastern Conference Finals. Despite all of this, there were reports earlier in the year that Jimmy Butler was considering going to New York this offseason to play with Kyrie Irving. There have also been reports that he really enjoys going to Los Angeles. And to top all of this off, Jimmy has established a reputation for himself as a really volatile player and a guy that in general doesn't like playing with younger teammates. For all these reasons, I thought that he might be a really good fit with the Los Angeles Lakers. He could go to the Lakers, LeBron could kind of control him, he would respect LeBron, and he'd finally have an opportunity to chase rings. Everything seemed to be looking good for this scenario for Jimmy Butler. Oh, until the Los Angeles Lakers decided to acquire Anthony Davis in a trade. I have to admit, ladies and gentlemen, not that I want to go on a tangent tonight, but last Saturday when I did the podcast about the Lakers winning the trade, I assumed that the Los Angeles Lakers had worked things out so that they could still acquire a max player in free agency. But lo and behold, I gave them too much credit. And now we're hearing that that got messed up by them as well. Due to some of the factors in the agreement, it's looking like the Lakers may no longer be able to sign another max free agent. And it doesn't even sound like Anthony Davis is willing to kick his $4 million trade kicker. So that could still be in play as well. The Lakers may be the favorite to win the West, but right now they still kind of resemble a dumpster fire. And unfortunately, Jimmy Butler is going to be a victim of that because now that opportunity isn't happening for him. Sure, he could go to the Clippers, but there's likely not going to be anybody for him to play with as far as another co-star goes. I think that Jimmy Butler will decide to stay in Philadelphia, where he's arguably had the most success of his entire career so far. And here he'll be able to make more money. And he's just in Philadelphia because there's no better landing spot. It's not a terrible situation, though. It's going to be coming back to Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and possibly a Tobias Harris or J.J. Redick if they can hold on to those guys. And if they can bring back all five of those guys next year, they have a solid chance to contend for a championship. Jimmy Butler just has to figure out the chemistry issues. I'm 40% certain Jimmy Butler is going to be a member of the Philadelphia 76ers next year. Moving on to the next 
free agent that's available. I have DeMarcus Cousins, who spent last year playing for the Golden State Warriors. He was coming off an Achilles injury. He looked good late as the season went on. He got another injury, not as serious in the playoffs, and he was able to recover in time to play in the NBA championship. Although it's not really clear if he was 100% during the finals or not. He had some games where he looked pretty good, and then he had some games where he was a real letdown. And that's pretty indicative, ladies and gentlemen, of DeMarcus Cousins' entire career so far. Sometimes plays very well. Sometimes he's very absent from what's going on. He lacks a lot of consistency. With that being said, I've been on record as saying that I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is a max player. I think he's a good player, but he's not a max player in my opinion. Because DeMarcus Cousins was able to have some flashes of brilliance in the NBA Finals and was able to help his team... I think there are going to be some suitors out there for DeMarcus Cousins, and I think A-Team is going to give him a contract, and possibly a max contract. Now, the kind of team that would give DeMarcus Cousins a max contract would need to be a team that's desperate and a team with a reputation for making bad decisions. I'm just wondering if there's such a team. Oh, 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 wait. The New York Knicks! DeMarcus Cousins is going to be on the New York Knicks next year, ladies and gentlemen. The Knicks are going to be desperate because they're going to miss out on other free agents, and they're going to try to compensate by giving DeMarcus Cousins a max contract. That is exactly what's going to happen. DeMarcus Cousins to the Knicks, I'm only 25% confident, but it just seems like it's going to work out in that way to me. Moving on to one of my favorite players, former Texas A&M alumni, Chris Middleton who's playing for the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe Chris is going to re-sign with the Milwaukee Bucks. They were very close this season to getting to the NBA Finals. It looked like for a long time that they just had the Eastern Conference sealed up with the Greek freak and Chris Middleton as his uh, Robin, but that wasn't meant to be, and Toronto ended up going on to win the championship. There's not a whole lot of free agents lining up to come to the Milwaukee Bucks. They already have Chris Middleton. I think the championship could potentially come in time once Giannis matures a little bit more as a player and works out a better shot. There's also been reports that Chris Middleton recently bought a new home in Milwaukee. That bodes very well for him re-signing with the Bucks, and other reports indicate that both Middleton and the Bucks want to come to an agreement. I'm 70% sure Chris Middleton is going to re-sign with the Milwaukee Bucks. Before I move on to the next free agent, though, I do want to just note there have been some rumors concerning the New York Knicks and Chris Middleton, as well as the Dallas Mavericks. So Middleton does have some interest from some other teams. I think he may go interview at a couple other places, but I ultimately think he decides to stay home and continue to play with Giannis, which in my opinion is probably the best option that he has available. And that brings us to our final free agent of the afternoon, Kemba Walker. All signs so far seem to indicate that Kemba is interested in staying with the Charlotte Hornets. He even mentioned the possibility of taking less money if the Hornets were going to work on building a good team around him. (laughs) The Hornets are not really relevant, and I think the thing Kemba Walker has to ask himself as a 29-year-old superstar is why would I stay? At what point as an NBA player do you want to start playing in playoff games, maybe playing in a conference championship, possibly winning an NBA championship? These are questions Kemba Walker has to really ask himself because he's at a fork in the road. 
I think he feels a lot of loyalty to the Charlotte Hornets. But let's face it, they've had many, many years to get the job done and have failed to do so. There's no indication to me that that's changing anytime soon. So I'm going to make my biggest, boldest prediction of the night. I have no evidence to support this, but it is just my gut feeling. Kemba Walker goes to the Boston Celtics. It makes sense to me. Boston is losing Kyrie Irving this offseason. They may even lose Al Horford this offseason. I don't believe the Hornets are going to pay Kemba Walker a Supermax. Now, if they pay him the Supermax and I'm him, I might consider staying, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I think the Celtics, with their young, successful coach and Brad Stevens and their good young players and Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, it's going to be a match made in heaven. And I think Kemba Walker becomes a Boston Celtic and he begins playing in playoff games. If Kemba joins the Celtics, put it on the calendar. He's going to be playing in the playoffs next season. So just to recap with everybody, Clay Thompson is going to re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to team up on the Brooklyn Nets. Kawhi Leonard is going to officially become the King of the North and continue to live and dine for free in the Toronto area. There's going to be no place for Jimmy Butler except the 76ers. Chris Middleton is going to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks. DeMarcus Cousins is going to get paid by the desperate New York Knicks. And Kemba Walker is going to become a competitor with the Boston Celtics. These are my official predictions. Please drop me a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know where you think these players will wind up. I'm looking forward to hearing from each and every one of you, and I appreciate you listening in on this podcast this afternoon. Thank you very much. Give our Facebook page, the Sports Squabbler Podcast, a like, and we'll catch you next time. Have a good afternoon.